0: Episode of Having Coffee with the King. I'm Psychic Media Manager. I keep wanting to say I'm your host, but I'm not your host. I'm your co-host. I'm the second banana to this big banana. And his name is Mr. Pete Wilcox. He's your host tonight. Peter, how are you, my friend?
1: I'm fine. May God bless you and our lovely people who are kind enough to listen to us and participate.
0: Um Pete, let and- me um before I uh, before I, I, I let you go on her. I want to lay something on you over here, and I'm just going to put it out there, and then I want you to say whatever you want to say. This is from Romans 12, verse 1. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the, mer- by the mercies of God, that you present yourself a body of living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be cho- be transformed by the renewing of your mind oh, that good. you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. What do you think about that, given that what you and I talked about five minutes ago?
1: Well, I, I mean, I have to kind of laugh and say, isn't it funny how he always knows what to say?
0: Yeah. Tell everybody why I read that, Pete.
1: Well, but you and I have been talking about renewing the mind, and I'm going to laugh here. I have a bunch of notes, and I will almost guarantee you that that is one of them. That's something that I'm a little upset with. my. Actually, I have Romans 12, too, and, and exactly what you said, uh, renewing of the mind, Romans 12, too. So I feel good about that. Uh, I'm a little upset with myself that you pulled it out of the bag first, but that's okay. <laughs> that's That's why we're together. I mean, um, dear friend, part of what we were talking about was letting time slip through your fingers like you have an amazing amount of it. And we must must remember that tomorrow is promised to no one. True. But also, uh, that's Satan's way of pulling you away from what you can do. He doesn't, let's just say that we're ships on the ocean. He doesn't have to make you crash on the reef to be effective. If he can bust your rudder and you circle around, Absolutely. Sure. he's done a great job. He's kept you from what you could do. And Absolutely. We need, yeah, we need to make an effort to be sure that we are in touch with the Lord and, you know, staying on the path that he has in mind for us to do. I mean, you look at the wonderful dedication that Paul gave the world, and uh, that's why I mean, what's a saint? We're all saints. People that love the Lord and try to please him are saints in the eyes of God, but uh, they don't need a title. But his devotion to his calling was just absolutely amazing. And he's the wonder. He's why we have the epistles. He's why we have two-thirds of the Bible. Absolutely. uh, I found myself, as our, our listeners or some of them may know, I have had rather successful and enjoyable my god what an enjoyable career as a performer and entertainer and most of my life has been um, in tribute to Elvis and his work and uh, it's been a a complete joy now in my senior years I'm trying to put a show back together again that we hope will reach and touch people but I find myself in mid-Florida and um am finding myself singing in restaurants to people that are having dinner and we're hoping they'll stay for another cocktail and maybe dance. And I'm spending literally hours putting sets together and songs together that will be enjoyable to them. And I I'm, was so upset with myself this week that I had to spend so much time doing that and not spending the time I wanted to in our ministry here, and in our energy, in our effort to reach out and touch people, include them, in our very special walk. And uh, I am going to change that. I'm going to revise what I'm doing, maybe even cut it out for a short period. Um, We've been talking about pulling a scripture out and elaborating on it, if we may, maybe Mm -hmm. getting a comment from a famous uh, man of God. We uh, we originally mentioned Billy Graham, but Billy, of course, is not the the end all. He's an amazing man of God. But um, just to include people, I mean, part of what I wrote down is, is why do we do this? Well, we're two men who enjoy sharing the word of God and telling people how it's blessed our lives and also trying to include others, say, come on, join us. Um, Let us know, if you will, in your comments, how it's, Mm -hmm. it's helped you. Or maybe how we may have encouraged you to include it into your life. And it's um, extremely rewarding. Uh, you have to kind of try it to get it. But uh, we find the scriptures to back it up. The proof is always in the pudding.
0: Absolutely it is. Do
1: you try it if, in if your you life? you
0: ever want to test that theory, and it's real easy to do. If you ever want to test that theory, stop what you're doing, do things God's way, and then compare the two. It's that simple. Right. Or, or stop or what you're doing. Way,
1: if you're reading the word, if you're getting His understanding of how to treat each other, mm-hmm. and you, I mean, you don't have to make a list. You just say, you know, let me let me let me try to add that. Let me add a nice. A nice thing into my life One of the things that I wrote down once Is every day Compliment somebody you run into There you Com- go Compliment the little girl At the cashier's counter My what a pretty dress that is Boy you sure look cute today Whatever it might be And watch their face light up Just a I little. do
0: that all the time My wife says shut up Don't yeah, talk
1: That's different. We know where you're coming from Yeah,
0: But it ain't I'm, And I'm
1: teasing you But yeah. it's, it's a lovely <laughs> thing to do and it, it will lead to other things. You'll find yourself talking sure. to somebody in the street or helping somebody in with their car. Do you need any help with that? Just find a way to share your happy heart with the world. Mm-hmm. And your heart will get happier.
0: Absolutely it will.
1: You, uh, I it's think uh, I it's not
0: this. rocket I, 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 science. No. It really isn't rocket science. Um, in fact, it's, it's so simple uh, the simplicity of it eludes most people It's just as I said It's as simple as this Stop doing things your way for a while Do things God way And then make the comparison See which was better And it's, I'll guarantee you I'll lay money on it I'll lay you five to one That God's way is always better
1: Right now what I And think- more
0: lucrative and much more profitable And, and rewarding spiritually
1: what, what probably becomes part of our mission, I, I certainly feel it in my heart, is to present some of those theories and axioms, if you will, to the people. Well, what mm-hmm. is God's way? I'm glad you asked. Here's a list. Here's yeah. five things that you can do this week. Um, well, yeah, when you read, this is what makes God's heart happy. This is what upsets him. Uh, you may not know them till you read them. You might sure. common sense will tell you, you know. Um, sure, sure. you want to make God happy, Jesus really rolled it up and made it so easy. Love God, appreciate the gift of life, mm-hmm. the gift of creation. Be aware of that, and come as a child with your hand, and say, oh, "Thank you for giving me this moment." That's almost the first command. Second. Love your neighbors yourself. Extend yourself. The kindnesses that you get from your wife, from your mother, from your sweetheart, from your dad. Extend those same kindnesses to not only your neighbor, but the stranger.
0: Absolutely.
1: And then take those philosophies in that way into your daily life. On the job, the people you're talking to. Somebody gives you a foul look or an offhanded comment. Be careful how you respond to that. The, the devil will instantly have you right back in their face, and Jesus has already told you, that does nothing but perpetuate the bad moment. Sure. So trying trying to
0: pull that in is... Well, let me ask you a question, Pete. Did you find it personally difficult to walk away from something you've done for probably 55 years? Well, um... No, because part of the
1: reason is a, a maturing and a growing and an experiencing of it. It's like wanting to drive a fast car. Gee, I wish I had a Corvette. Gee, I yeah. wish I had a Corvette. Then you rent one or you buy one, you get one, and you keep it up and you feel the expense of it and maybe tickets. And it's like, okay, so I can go fast from light to light. Is this very important? Not so much. Uh, maybe a more economical or reasonable car when it's easier to get in and out of, might make more sense, but you didn't know that till you owned it. Yeah. So, going to go the same way with a career in music or a career in the entertainment arts. Uh, there are some lovely people who got into it for the right reason. I'm mm-hmm. sadly going to say that I don't know that I did. I got in as a young man with a very immature mind and a very immature, I want that. I saw tv stars i saw movie stars i saw rock and roll i saw elvis i saw uh, those people and how they were capturing everybody's imagination and their energy i wanted some of that and sure in that particular case um i was um cursed or blessed with a resemblance that was rather striking and people said my goodness you look like him and i was able to do a very very similar uh, impression of him. I mean, my, most of my early career was not that at all, and I didn't do it until he passed away. I remember once some friends of mine from Columbia Records came down and said, "Man, we saw this guy in, in Vegas doing Elvis. You should do that, man." I said, "What and what and why would I do that when you can go see him?" But when he was taken from us, it yeah. suddenly became a piece of theater. Now it, it exactly. Took on- it took on a different tone, and I was very honored to do that, having already done his voice for television. It was kind of a complicated scene, sure. but I know that I stepped into the picture uh, with some very earthly desires to fulfill. Sure, of and course. I'm going to say in, in my sad way, I did fulfill some of those um, ambitions. And as I sit and look at them, I'm reminded of Solomon, who said when he looked at his riches and his wealth, he was the richest man in the world, he'd accomplished more, and he said, It's all vainglorious, it all means nothing. And Paul says, Of everything that I have done or achieved, it all means nothing in the sight of the cross. Absolutely.
0: What Jesus
1: and as an older man, that's come to me. My my darling wife uh, is a very solid card-carrying Christian, and she helped rein me in a little bit. I was a Christian. I wanted to be like Jesus—that's what Christians are. But I also had this new world sort of look at life and things and philosophies and what they might be. Mm-hmm. And um, she helped pulled me back and say, "All of that's good. Let's get closer to Jesus." And when we did, when we prayed about it, as you know, I I tell a story constantly, but it means so much to me, and I want to share it, is that through that dream, we heard the voice or heard the instruction, heard the instruction of the Lord, told us where to go, what to look for, and the message was, listen easy, you can hear God calling, and as I share with everybody, that means you too. That wasn't just for Pete, it was for Pete to share, and it's there for us. And uh, I just include that. And honestly, if, like, it's funny, I'm saying, if I can entertain four people, they like the way I sang, uh, I don't know, just can't help believing. They like the way I sang Johnny Be Good. Okay. If four people in the next 20 years hear our podcast and devote themselves to living in God's way because of our effort, that means so much more
0: so much fun. it absolutely does and we touch people every week uh, through our original programming and through the shows that we've done in the past and shows i've done in the past that are still out there and still being watched and heard uh, i will tell you that uh that we do touch people and don't underestimate the power of the airwaves uh, we are we are heard all over the world on 266 radio stations on some 150 podcast platforms and uh and we are heard um we're we, we do have a visible medium on youtube if you care to go watch a few of them great but most people as as i've told you before most people just listen to it on the go and that's okay because god is on the go
1: it is and we are i i speak for myself i know i speak for angel we are humbled and we're so excited by the fact that we are sharing thoughts with you that come to us from the Lord and they are all to enrich your life to make you happier to make this life happier as we prepare to go to him absolutely wow we should go absolutely.
0: to call take up a collection after that you know I mean, i'm telling you what yeah absolutely you know, you got to understand, and I want people to understand this. You got to understand what God is all about. He is a God of love, a God of mercy. He's a God of second, third, fourth, and fifth chances. So don't worry about screwing up. We all do. It's a part of the look. It's a part of the makeup. It's a part of the material. We are quite fallible, and uh, we are a hot mess. All of us, and and we remain a hot mess for the most part till the day we die. We are perfectly imperfect. Perfection died on the cross. Therein lies our salvation. Therefore, don't worry about trying to impress anybody. Don't impress God. You'll never impress God. I assure you, he likes you and loves you and wants you just the way you are and just where you are. That's where he's going to meet you, where you're at. So. Understand that And I want people to really just kind of grasp You know The simplicity of what I'm telling you Just grasp it It's really really easy to understand You don't have to go searching for God He's already there He's already there Just meet up with him and go hey Here I am That's simple kids Uh,
1: I'm going to say On paper it is um, but I, there is a continuous effort at seeking, because not everybody is able to come to that realization at the moment. It's uh, in one of my favorite scriptures, and I need to find it so I can quote a number. So it's always nice to be able to drop chapter and verse. But in the Old Testament, I'm sure it's Old Testament, he says, if you seek me, you will find me. Seek means Trying more than once or continuously sure. seeking because you are going to get lost in the shuffle. I was writing something down that I thought was kind of good um, in in your walk in life, and I said, "There's a snake in the road." Now, th- this relates to the problems that arise in your life. Uh, I have one that will come back to me, but there's a snake in the road. There's a there's a situation. There's a condition. Don't deny it. It's there. There's a snake in the road, but don't allow it to bite you. Don't allow it into your life. And your knowledge of the world, the knowledge of the word, will protect you from that snake. Uh, It teaches you how to cast down the temptations that come against you, and that's by changing what you're thinking about. Deliberately do that, and this. But you say, "Well, will the snake come
0: back?" Absolutely. Of course, it will. It's supposed to. Well, I don't it's know supposed if it's supposed to come, to come back. He will. he will. Why is it supposed to come back? It's simple. Because the devil doesn't give up. And that's just as simple as that gets. The Bible is not rocket science, nor is the love of Jesus, nor is understanding God. It's not rocket science. It's really, really simple. It, re- honest to God, it really is. It's very simple. And people who don't understand that will never understand that. Well, that's, but if you keep listening to Pete and I, maybe there's hope. Well, I'm
1: going to say, that's why we're here. Because there are those people out there that have been so attacked and gotten into the habit of kind of, well, I don't want to think about that. No, that, It's a good idea to think about it. Exactly. it's um, what I'm saying. It's rocket science once you get it. Oh, I get it. But you want to hear that sentence. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I just don't get it. Those are the people that we hope will find what we do engaging enough to say well these guys are talking about it." what i'm sorry what is that again tell me that again and that's it's like i said the snake will appear how often just as jesus said to i think it was peter because he's the one who used to get some trouble you forgive 70 times seven. seven how many times you know when you stop dealing with the snake when he's no longer there but exactly you have god, you have god on your side Jesus was happy and he said i build my church on the principle i wrote in Jesus was happy and congratulated peter on his realizing that he was the son of god he said blessed are you peter god god told you that not man not nobody you couldn't have got that from anyone else but but the father my father he didn't say and holy spirit but that's who also helped him get it and he said on this on this experience Mm-hmm. I'm going to build my church. I'm going to build my people and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. So that's why how many times do I resist the devil until he doesn't come? You have to, it's a fight. Mm-hmm. Yes, you have to fight it. But don't worry you will win because he's already won that and he's already told you the gates of hell will not prevail against it and in Revelation Absolutely. 10, That Jesus went into hell and made 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 a fool of Satan.
0: That's exactly what I was what I was getting at. I understand. You know, when I say it's simple, I mean it's simple. We've already won the battle. We've won the war. Beating Satan, it's nothing more, Pete, than going through the motions. We've already won, but we need to go through the motions. We need to to look like we're fighting, because in some in some real sense, we are. Yes, you're right. Even though we've won the battle. You know, some people aren't as blessed or as fortunate as you and I, and I will admit I'm extraordinarily blessed. Um, there are people that are weak-minded, weak-willed, um, who just need that constant reassurance that everything will be okay. Well, I, if I can assure you that everything will be okay, it will be. But that doesn't mean anything coming from me. It's my human reassurance that, yeah, everything is going to be okay. But where am I getting my reassurance from? I'm getting it from God.
1: That's right. Because God
0: says, it. don't worry about it. I got you. I got you back. I that's, got you covered. That's the
1: renewing of the mind that's so very important. Filling, Filling yourself up with his promises. Filling yourself up with what he said he would do. Because you have... All day long to listen to commercials, listen to TV, see stories, see tabloid heroes, hear mm-hmm. hear what people are doing around you. That's what's going in. You're, the gates right. to your soul are your eyes, your ears, what you're hearing. And that's mm-hmm. you, that you you have to guard against that. And that's where that listening yeah. to the word, listening to some of the wonderful teachers that we are exposed to. And we humbly hope that what we try to bring to you and encourage you with will have that effect on you as well.
0: Sure, absolutely. Where do
1: those guys think they know so much? We, we don't really know so much. What we were blessed with is that at, in our walk of, on the planet, in this life, we heard something that we liked. We saw something that we believed in and wanted to be a part of that. And so what we're trying to do is see if we can offer... Some moments like that, maybe something we say, maybe something we point to, people say, oh, let me, what's that about? And that's one of the things I I love working him in when I can. That's one of the things that I really, really love about the legacy of Elvis. You come to his show and he's the most beautiful man you're ever going to see. Uh, he's, he's dressed like Captain Marvel, which I always kind of wondered about. But anyway, his songs were the best. They were the most wonderful. He was blessed with his voice, and right in the middle of the show, he stops and says, I'm not going to sing on this next song. I'm going to have my friends sing. It's a beautiful gospel song, and I want you to hear it. Well, he has stopped 20,000 people. We're listening to Hound Dog and Don't Be Cruel, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden they're listening to Sweet Sweet Spirit, and 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 or the Lighthouse or one of one of the wonderful songs that talk about God's compassion and love for us, and and He reminds you, and then He might top that with How Great Thou Art. He's that's His ministry, that's what He gave us. Absolutely. A, he came out and there's people holding a banner, "Elvis, you're the king," And he says, "No, I'm not the king, I'm just a singer. The king is Jesus Christ. That's his legacy, not Heartbreak Hotel.
0: Now, of course, and we talked about that many times on the show. Sure. Um, you know, it, it's no secret that Elvis uh, wanted to minister to people, especially in his latter years. Yeah. Elvis is a guy who I truly believe walked away from being Elvis Presley. He walked away. Um, Elvis, the entertainer? Yep, dead and gone. But I really believe that Elvis Presley, the human being, survived to live past August 16th, 1977, because dying was the only way he could find life. And so there I said it.
1: Well, that's it's uh, a good sentence.
0: <laughs> there you go. It was very sometimes good. Sometimes you have to, and sometimes you have to die in order to live. All yeah. throughout history, well, funny. Again, in a
1: way, that's what being born again is.
0: That's it's exactly what it is. The old man
1: dies, and the new man
0: is born. It's the essence of being born again, Pete. That's yep. exactly my point. That's why I told my story. There you go. And I knew you'd pick up on it because you're a smart guy, you're not just good looking well <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm I'm especially good looking but uh <laughs> that's ridiculous i you know please please share our insane humor with us um Absolutely.
0: yeah he, he and God has a wicked sense of humor by the way
1: humor is of the lord of the Lord. we wouldn't know things were funny if God hadn't given us the intelligence to recognize the humor in the the sarcasm of of some of the things that happen. Um, of course, but uh, kind of directing what may be coming up in the future. Uh, I want to share with our listeners that uh, I've had what could be considered could be considered an unfortunate moment here in in my walk, and that is I have been diagnosed with. Kidney cancer. I use a CPAP machine. I have sleep apnea. I don't sleep well at night. I need the pressure of the air uh, into my lungs to breathe, to keep going. They say sometimes if you don't, you'll stop breathing, and you can have a heart attack, and that's that. Um, so I have this machine, and unfortunately, it got a call back um, about six months ago. And I brought it to the attention of the veterans. I go to veterans. Uh, they're my doctors. And explained to them that uh there was a call back, and they didn't do anything about it at the time, which is unfortunate, yeah, and then uh it came up that uh these machines were causing difficulties in the body, so i I have a uh they wanted to an ultrasound they want to look at my abdomen, and when they did, mm-hmm. they discovered oh, there's a black uh mass back there we're not happy about we're going to give you. A- TAT scan, TAT scan, yes. CAT scan, that's the word. I I get them all, all the scans. I get all the scans mixed up. Anyway, the bottom line is they determined you have a mass on your kidney. It is cancerous. You need to go have it stays and we'll determine our next step, whether we'll try to remove the cancer or whether we remove the kidney. Now, I'm bringing all of this up because it's a diagnosis. It's not a permanent thing. It's like I described. snake in the street i'm not going to deny that i have a black mass on my kidney it's there However, it will be removed our journey and our work will continue and i besides just renewing the mind which we were kind of uh getting on a little bit today uh i'm also going to be bringing some healing scriptures because we are going to be a living testimony of being healed by our prayers and our faith in the Lord Because we wouldn't be doing this If he didn't want it being done And he has no mm-hmm. desire to pull the plug on us We have things that we are going to accomplish together
0: Well put Well put my friend well, by I you- remember something Just because you've been diagnosed with something and This goes for you and people watching a diagnosis is not a death sentence, Absolutely. particularly in this day and time. We have, thankfully, God has given the uh, ability and the intellect and wisdom to a new generation of doctors and healers that uh, have invented things uh, that can fix other things. Fortunately, there are machines that make you sick and there are other machines that can make you well. Uh, and they're both out there. So understand that a black mass on your kidney is not a death sentence. It's just merely a an obstacle in the road. You can go above it, around it, through it, or underneath it. But you can get around it. That's the point.
1: Absolutely. That's right. That was the uh, analogy of the snake in the street. Uh, Absolutely. Because that is. I got, a, I got a snake wrapped around my kidney that we are going to take off and keep going. There, I mean, there's, there's some wonderful things that we are doing and a part of. And just to be a part, just to be a part of this energy yeah. that we're doing. We, ha- we had a, a wonderful guest that was going to be on this week, and I'm sure she'll be on soon. And last two weeks, for two weeks, we had the wonderful guest Kevin came and was part of what we're doing. And that's what yeah. we're trying to do. We sh- we're sharing collective energy. When two or more people are gathered in my name, I will be there as well, and that's what we're doing, and again, so strongly inviting you in, thanking you so much for, as you're living your life, maybe washing the dishes or yeah. in the kids' or school or whatever it may be, thank you for turning an ear our way, because we're trying to turn some things your way.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, speaking of Kevin, I wonder if we can get him on here. I'd love to be able to get him on here. What do you think? Should we try to reach out to him?
1: I'm going to leave that entirely up to you. I mean, uh, uh, just looking at the clock and what we've done, our little session may probably, Oh
0: yeah. It's going to, we're just about, yeah, we're, oh, we're closing in on 30 minutes now. Yeah. We probably want to maybe save Kevin for next week. Um,
1: Well, Kevin, or isn't your girl coming next week?
0: Well, she gave me a commitment and then she had to unfortunately renege on her commitment. Um, her work, uh, of course, she's an entertainer. She works in, in the music publishing and production business. And, uh, she got extremely busy with new work and new contracts and new stars and, and good for her. But, um. You know, and I can't uh, I, I cannot lie. I am disappointed. I was um a little angered, quite frankly, that uh she gave me a commitment and then backed out of it. So um but you know, I will forgive her and we will have her back at some point. Um she was supposed to be here tonight, and uh you know, and as I I, I said to you earlier today. And for the people, the benefit of the people at home, uh, we were supposed to have uh, Kim Savetta here, the author of Sometimes God is a Homeless Man. Um, Kim was supposed to be here and unfortunately at the 11th hour canceled her appearance and um, and said perhaps next week. Well, we'll see when next week gets here. But uh, I'm not going to worry. I'm not. Uh, the sun doesn't rise and set on Kim Savetta. Yeah. So well, let's, let's be real clear about
1: that. Who needed to show up did, and that was the Holy Spirit. Hey, and he's always well, here for us. The, the <laughs> Holy
0: Spirit is here.
1: Into this, uh, one of the, uh, you, you quoted something from understand Rome.
0: Understand something. When, and people need to understand this as well. And I, and I got to put my foot down here. Understand something. Wherever two or more are gathered, he is there in the midst to call upon his name, and he's with you. You don't have to be among hundreds of people, folks, to be in the presence of God. Pete and I are in the presence of God every week. And it's just Pete Wilcox and this little Italian guy from Jersey. That's all. Just the two of us hanging out, talking to Jesus every week. So go ahead, Pete. Sorry, I, I need to venture. I want to. I-
1: there. But I just want to say while we were quoting the word, uh, like I said, we pull some from Romans and also from Joel about your young men prophesying and dreaming. In Proverbs, this wonderful thing is, my son, incline, uh, attend to my words, incline your ear to my sayings, let them not depart from your eyes, keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life unto those that find them, and health to all their flesh. And it's renewing the mind renewing yourself for those promises and those scriptures that will give you the courage and the faith to not be anxious when a snake does appear. Yes, he's going to appear, but that may not be your snake. This may not be your time. And and call upon the name of the Lord for healing. I certainly am. And I had... Absolutely. It's funny. I uh, I have several friends that I've told about my condition and one just makes me smile so much and this was a rough and ready guy from the streets of Pittsburgh and I mean rough and ready and he's called me three times this weekend to remind me to push the doctors get it done quickly as you can get that operation remove it it has settled in him and he's encouraging me and driving me and that's the mark of a friend there you go. That is the mark of a friend who prays for you, who comes out of his spirit. And uh, wow, I'm 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 not surprised because he's always been one of my favorite guys. And uh, I I was I'm so touched by his concern and love. And that's what I'm talking about. Try to extend that. You'll get an opportunity to extend it. I'm, I'm trying to think what happened the other day, but it happened the other day. If somebody is sick or someone, I'm gonna pray for you. No. Not gonna pray for them. Pray right then. Stop your conversation. Call upon the name of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Pray His name over the condition right now. And absolutely. That yes. Don't don't let it slip by. Because I I mean, how many times did, God, I wish I had said this. I wish that don't don't let that enter into your being. Act upon things now. And I'm going to say, as we do in his name, come with that.
0: absolutely, brother. well, I'll tell you what you were on fire this week, my friend we uh we're only together for a short time every week, but uh I think we make it worth it to to show up every week from from for the, the Lord for each other for our 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 mutual brotherhood uh our and uh and our mutual love and admiration for the generosity of God's amazing spirit. He is so generous, such an amazing giving spirit. Um, we don't deserve any of what we, I think people need to understand that. We don't deserve any of what we get or what we have. But we are grateful nonetheless. And if you're not, you better start showing some gratitude because you don't have to get what God gives. He can give you a lot less. He can give you nothing. He can choose what to do. After all, he is the creator. You know, I, I don't know anybody that's ever won an argument with God. I can tell you that. <laughs> no, I certainly haven't. So i uh, just understand that. Be graceful in all things. Be thankful in all things. And, uh, and I am every day and I know you are, and you and Linda a grateful everyday piece for what you have. And sometimes, you know what, Pete, you got to be grateful for what you don't have. Be grateful you you don't have the headaches. You don't have the aggravation of uh, of Las Vegas anymore. You don't have the, you know, the the constant bar, you know, barrage of people telling you what you got to do. And you, you got to crank out numbers and you got to fill butts in them seats and, you gotta do this and you gotta do that. You ain't gotta do nothing but wake up every day and go to sleep and be thankful that God gave you the power to do both.
1: Well, that's certainly what I'm trying to include and recognize in my life. And uh part of that is being grateful for what you have and not demanding I need this, 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 this and no, you don't need all that. And uh it's hard sometimes to know that without the experience of some levels of success. And when you try to share that sometimes with younger people, they're thinking, well, it's easy for you to say you did it. And and you still try, you know, it's like, why do you warn your children? Why do you teach them? You yeah. try to look, I've been through this, don't do that. And it, it's funny, We, with the Holy Spirit helping us, and if we'll pay attention, we'll help, deliver it in the way that they can embrace it. They can embrace it. Exactly. You know, once that Indians, is American, interesting, American Indians, they didn't spank their children. No. They told them something, then they let them do it, and they kind of sat back, feeling like they tell them, don't go near the fire.
0: Yeah, they exactly.
1: When they, when they reached out and burnt their hand, they yeah. just put their child as if to say, well, see, there you yeah. go. <laughs> they didn't spank their children. They, but they did try to warn them. They did. We try to teach and share, and it's like we need to. It would be wonderful. Like I, I want to be careful of my words. It will be wonderful when we learn to encourage the youth with the spiritual rewards of living in God's way. Yeah. So they don't go after. The obvious, the obvious is usually. Yeah,
0: and that's what scares me, Pete. We're living in a, we are living in both the most blessed time to be alive and we are also living in, man, we are are living in one of the darkest times to be alive. Because I see young people now and they have no regard for. They have no regard for self, they have no regard for God, for Jesus They have no regard for their future, for their health, for their well-being They're completely and utterly reckless at every at every avenue And I just, I shake my head and think, Lord, just give them direction Give them some sense of purpose, give them a sense of being, you know uh, teach them your way, Lord. show them that it's not all gloom and doom that there's a a light here at the end of this long tunnel, you know, and it's not a train, it's a light of uh, of beauty and hope and and rejuvenation. It's a light that will that will truly give you a rebirth.
1: It it certainly can, and I, I, you know, I've been wondering about that more and more in the last few years, especially the last two or so, and uh, I think there's a reality, and Jesus spoke it, and the prophets did, that this age will come to an end in a rather uh, dramatic fashion, and however... There is an uncountable number that will see the light and come. And that's what we, our effort is about, trying to collect our little share. And it's not our share, but Angelo and I would like to do what we can do to get you interested, get you in the club. Mm-hmm. Because it is going to happen. He's been told it's going to happen. We are going to have earthquakes and hurricanes and, and battles and wars and thievery. Absolutely. The description description you're talking about—the young people, their confusion, the lack of respect for themselves and their families—all of that has been predicted, and it's coming to pass. So, if you're on the fence, consider our side, because our side is for you. It's not for us. We're, We're we're blessed. We already said, "Oh, I get it." As, as Angelo was always so quick to remind us, it's not rocket science, but it was before we came over. It was rocket science. When I yeah. was in a bar with a margarita in my hand, looking at a showgirl.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: It, it was rocket science. Yeah. And, what are you talking about? Look at her. No, no. And, and, and now I see, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. It was, it, it was a temptation and a way of life that was ungodly and not fruitful. It was not fruitful, and it can be. So, please consider His ways. And when you go off on your own this week, grab 15 minutes and and just crack something in the gospel. I'm going to say, go for the New Testament. And if you really Absolutely. want to be blessed, if you really want to be blessed, see something written in red. And you'll be.
0: Those are words from heaven. Everything. I'll give somebody something to. So I'll give, I'll give somebody something to take a look at. Go to the Gospel of John and go to chapter 3. Start at chapter 3 and read all the way to chapter 4. That will be the one chapter in the Bible that will literally and figuratively change your life forever. If you want to know what it's like, read John chapter 3. To chapter four. That's it. All you need to do. And then sit back and contemplate on what you just read. I assure you. I assure you. It will change your life forever. Enough said. Yep. Pete, any closing words until next week, my dear friend? Just uh a. we want everybody to know
1: that we love you. We are so grateful that you would give us your time, that you would share your thoughts and your spirit with us. Know that we bring this to you with love, wanting the very best for you. Uh, for those of you that are out there who may also be fighting a condition that you didn't invite in, know that God is with you. Put your faith in him and join me, and we'll have a testimony together that his word heals. And Amen. We love you.
0: Absolutely. And I'll tell you what, you want to talk about God's sense of humor. I would, This is God's sense of humor, ladies and gentlemen. He took an, an aging Elvis impersonator and a short, fat, overweight psychic and threw them together and said, here you go. Now figure it out. And we sure did. <laughs> Pete, we well, figured we it keep, out. We keep figuring it out, yeah. Absolutely, every week we figure it out. So on behalf of Pete Wilcox, I'm Psychic Angelo. As we continue every week and we tell you, join us as we have coffee with the king. Take care, folks. we see you next time. Bye-bye.